What's going on, everybody? This is Sam Warren with Samuel Warren Consulting. Uh, this is my first ever episode using Anchor to podcast some tech tips for you. So, welcome. Uh, if you like these, uh, please shoot me a message, Sam at SamuelWarrenConsulting.com, and I'd be happy to do some more. Shoot me topic ideas um, or any other ideas that you might have for something that you'd like me to talk about and share with you. Welcome. So I have a lot of people look at me cross-eyed when I say I use my iPad as my primary work computer. What? An iPad? Really? Yeah, actually, in this day and age, most small businesses can get uh, away with doing something small and cheap like an iPad as their primary computing device. I do a lot of network Uh, work. So I go out to job sites that require me to log in. Now, the beauty of being in the 21st century is that about 100% of the apps and uh, tools that I use are in app form. And because uh, Apple iOS and Android are the two leading predominant systems, I have no problem finding apps that work with my phone, with my iPad, um, or going straight to the website because I can get full-size desktop versions of, or very similar to, full-size desktop versions of uh, any app or tool that I use. So just a word out there, um, if you are a small business owner and you are scrounging by and can't really afford to buy a computer, um, or you're working with really, really old, outdated technology, take a look at the Apple iPad lineup. They have plenty of options available. Most of them are very small, very portable, very easy to get into. Uh, I have the 12.9 inch iPad Pro from 2020 with the uh, Apple Pencil, the Magic Keyboard, and then I've outfitted my rig with a USB-C adapter uh, that has HDMI out, it has network out, uh, it has three USB ports, micro SD card slot, uh, power pass through. Uh, It's very good adapter. But most of the time, I really only use it for USB audio to my headphones um, that I'm currently wearing and um, to my uh, hard drive that I have that keeps track of all my business documentation and any pictures and files and such that I have. So it does pretty much everything that I need. It's got a full-size keyboard. Um, The only downside is because it's an iPad and not a, a MacBook or a PC, it doesn't come with an escape key. Um, So there's no easy way for me to switch off um, and hit escape. So I usually have to uh, swipe out of the app or do something similar to that. But I have no doubt that as the technology gets better on iPad, eventually this is going to be a competitor, not a uh, stand-along or side-along system, but a competitor, direct competitor to the iPad or the uh, MacBook Pro, MacBook Air, any of those other MacBook lineups. Now, one thing I will say that it does not have, which you have to pay extra for uh, if you want to buy an app for it, is a terminal app. Um, That would come in handy on some of these builds that I do when I have to PowerShell in or or, um, go in and use a terminal server to access uh, pieces of the server that I don't have access to um, unless I go into the terminal. Um, But that's pretty rare that I actually need that and uh, I do have a PC for my primary job that I can use uh, PowerShell on to get what I need. <clears throat> Came in particular handy, uh, particularly handy having PowerShell access when I um, was fiddling around with a Raspberry Pi that I converted into my website. Um, that I can talk about in a different 
topic, a different uh, podcast. If you're interested, again, shoot me an email, sam at samuelwarrenconsulting.com. So why am I here? Um, why am I putting a podcast out there in the first place? Uh, Anchor, spot, you know, through Spotify, through whatever. Well, I just wanted to talk about my journey. Um, and um, segueing from this whole process of talking about an iPad as a primary computer, um, I'm not going to really deep dive into the tech that I use on a regular basis right now, but I might do that in a future episode. I just want to talk about sort of starting the process and having the courage to be able to stand up in uh, difficult times and uh, start your own business. Now, about two years ago, uh, I was approached by a friend of mine uh, who was leaving the church that he was at and realized that they would now find themselves without a technology guy. Now, I had been doing some lightweight technology stuff on the side with uh, a friend of mine at church in Kirkland for a while. And then uh, when my wife and I moved back south, um, we decided to not um, go to that church anymore and decided to look for a closer church. In the process, I reconnected with um, a church that we had been going to, and that was the group that needed the help. And uh, long story short, I created a business. Now, Samuel Warren Consulting is a very, very small business. And when I say small business, I mean one employee, and that's me, the CEO, the president, whatever you want to call me, the owner. And I go out and I do uh, all sorts of uh, technological support, stuff that uh, they don't really have a market for right now in uh, consumer land, which is um, internet installs for homes. I'll go to, uh, you know, a mom and pop's house um, or a small business and take a look at their building, take a look at their physical layout, uh, maybe use my laser um, range finder to find a a distance between walls and different things like that to sort of assess how big a setup you need. And then I'll go in and I'll actually um, recommend a system for what they need. Now, my services are actually fairly inexpensive. Um, I opted for repeat business over uh, paying a lot up front. So as opposed to most of my competitors who range in the $80 to $150 an hour range for consulting services on technology, I am just $40 an hour. Um, Now, the advantage of that is because it's so cheap, it gets me in the door in a different market than a lot of people. So I'm able to um, get into, let's say, you know, those small mom and pop shops that just need... Um, a little bit of support because their Comcast router is not doing well anymore. And I'm able to make some recommendations or help them with that. Well, on a recent build, uh, I went to the client's house and um, they were like, hey, listen, we we have a business that we run out of here. I need full internet for my house and for my business. And uh, eventually I'd like to add security cameras and different things like that. So I was able to recommend a system from a company called Ubiquity that had a fully integrated firewall solution. It had uh, the capability to power over ethernet, some uh, Wi-Fi access points that um, we ended up setting up. He helped me with some of it and we ended up setting him up. And um, after some tweaking and refining, uh, we were able to get it just right for him. That's an important step uh, in any uh, business or job. That's the reason I bring this up today is tweaking and refining. You know, a lot of people just think that you won and done everything that you do with your solutions. But the reality is 
there's a lot of thought and tweaking and refining that goes into it. Uh, you may look at a, something that seems straightforward on the surface and implement what you think is the right solution and then never get feedback that it's broken or wrong. Or on the uh, other side of that, you may get feedback from people that it's wrong every five minutes. Hey, this isn't working. Hey, this isn't working. Hey, this isn't working. And you may have to capture that information in a way that makes sense. So, you know, you may have to, I don't know, set up a separate email address, um, not give out your personal phone number, all sorts of things. I've been fortunate enough in my time, though, to actually be okay with, uh, with giving out my phone number. But the important thing to remember as you start up a small business is just focus on um, doing the minimum that you can do to build your business without costing a whole lot. I'm using a lot of free apps, so I use on the iPad, I use uh, numbers to keep track of my expenses, my invoices, my uh, uh, charitable giving, uh, my income, my mileage, all of it. Um, And then I use a free invoice software. I use PayPal uh, because it's publicly recognizable. People have a high volume of trust with PayPal. So I send my invoices through PayPal and then I keep track of everything through Numbers, which is a uh, Apple-specific program. And you can get it on all the Apple devices, including phones, iPads, you know, the what you name it, uh, MacBooks, uh, Mac, um, M1 Mac, um, you know, the, the little silver guys that just came out, minis, the Mac minis, that's what they're called. So um, all that to say, you've got to tweak and refine is the first thing that I wanted to share with you. The second thing is... If you don't know, Google or ask. It's never a problem to ask somebody, hey, what software do you use? Hey, what uh, what invoice system do you use? Hey, how do you keep track of expenses? Uh, if you go to a church in the area, um, talk to people at your church and see if they recommend an accountant. Talk to that accountant and say, hey, just, just a question for you. How do I blah, whether it's, you know, how do I write an expense? What are the categories I need to use for my expenses? What are things that I can write off as part of a business? Who do I go to to talk about business income? How do I set up a business through the state that I live in? In Washington State, it's pretty easy. You go to um, a Department of Revenue and Department of Licensing. And once you set up your account with both of those, you're set up and you basically have to pay taxes once a year for uh, excise taxes, where you basically put in how much you made that year, how much you uh, spent that year, and then they basically give you a formula of like, hey, you have to pay X amount of dollars. Uh, I would recommend that uh, once you get your business set up with your local department of licensing, that you simply go and uh, set up a, an account at your bank. Um, if you have a, a credit union or a bank that has good interest, um, get a savings account too, and then you can start making some interest off of your accounts as well. Um, get that that get that account opened, start making money, put that money into savings and only use it for things that are important to you. Now, um, the second thing that I want to highlight on this is um, to not be afraid to ask those questions. Now, I realize I'm sort of jumping around a bit. I'll get better at this whole podcasting thing. You can uh, give me some tips if anybody's listening and has done this before. All right, so the final thing I want to tackle today is uh, when you are working with your customers, uh, make sure that you are always erring on the side of humility. Be kind, be respectful, shake their hand, 
give them a, a you know solid eye contact make sure that you're not being weird make sure that you're not being rude um, your customers are your lifeblood especially if you have no other job you need to make customers you need to get references for other people to uh, become new customers and it's not just your work uh, that's going to distinguish you listen no matter how awesome whatever it is you're selling is there's going to be a time where it's not good enough to compete in the market that you're in. So you're going to have to figure out either how to uh, distinguish yourself by having phenomenal customer service, which you should anyway, um, having um, you know crazy fast response times, uh, or you know maybe not either of those things, but you have a good quality product and the product's uh, quality speaks for itself. All of that to say, um, if you are in a service industry, really all you have is your customer service. And so you have to do things that distinguish you. Get yourself a business card. Look for a low-cost place to get it. Uh, Costco uh, is everywhere, and you can get business cards there. You can get like 500 for, you know, like 40 bucks, 50 bucks. Uh, there's a company that I use that created a uh, NFC business card or uh, near-field communication business card where you basically tap the business card to the back of a device that has an NFC enabled, and it pops up a little web page that has uh, your information on it. Um, they are awesome, and um, it is a, a benefit and a privilege to have that particular card because if I run out of business cards, I don't have to pay more. I can just tap that thing, and it'll give my information away. <clears throat> Especially now in COVID times, you know, you got all sorts of people that are uh, not wanting to be in contact or are afraid that you look at them wrong and they're going to get COVID. So keep that in mind as well. There's all sorts of new technologies that are coming out all the time. Um, this company that I use for that card is called Vice, V1CE Vice, uh, and they are awesome. All right, so I just want to wrap up today's conversation. Um, I know lots of people can't handle more than about 10, 15 minutes um, on podcasts, so I just wanted to share this with you guys and say, you know, I got a lot of ideas for what I want to talk about in the future uh, as it relates to tech and small business. And uh, I, I would love to hear some topics from you guys. Feel free to reach out to me, Sam at SamuelWarrenConsulting.com. Uh, just put in the subject line, uh, podcast ideas, and I'll go ahead and respond to those and start talking about those items. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you have a great day. Uh, this is Sam from Samuel Warren Consulting on 10-20-2021, signing out. Peace.